Okay, Popcorn Junkies. We're about to do a review. I haven't done a review for it with you for ages, Mum. No, I know. So we're here to review Diego Maradona, the film by Asif Kapadia, mm -hmm. the director of two brilliant documentaries, Amy, the one about Amy Winehouse that won the Oscar, and Senna, which was about the yeah. Formula One race at Ayrton Senna, I think also won an Oscar, perhaps. Um, and so this is his third biographical documentary by Asif Kapadia, and it's about a man who every boy has, a, and every man has a very strong understanding or feels they have a very strong understanding of, and I thought that's what, in a weird way, was quite compelling about the very concept before we even get into the idea of the mm. film. If I was to have said Diego Maradona to you, what would that mean to you? Well, I suppose because I had a son, it would right. have meant, it, it still would have meant the hand of God, because even if you didn't know anything about football, yes. Uh, and Maradona personally, that phrase yeah. was banded around so much. Yes. It's all I knew of Maradona. When I came home having seen the film and Maddie asked me, well, who's, who's Maradona, Diego Maradona? And it's kind of curious that there is a generation coming through that doesn't know anything no. about it. It's very hard to find modern day equivalents that, that reach the same sort of almost godlike uh, sort of mythical, and I think they do talk in this film about the myth versus mm. the person. There aren't footballers now that are mythical. I think the myth of the football player is no more. My understanding of Maradona coming to this film was the irritating fucker who essentially stopped England from winning the World Cup oh, okay. with his hand of God. Oh, okay. I didn't and know it, that's when it was, that. Yeah, and as a consequence, my sense of him was... It, it, is, is an entirely intolerable one. I mm. thought, I, uh, you know, I had to struggle against, against all my pre-formed prejudices about him. Oh. I, yes, he was a great footballer, but because his most sort of emblematic moment against an England team was oh. to essentially cheat, I thought, well, however good he is, there are lots of great European footballers, but to cheat that brazenly kind of disqualifies me even paying attention to his oh, skill. Really? Yeah, and I think a lot of English-British men would feel the same. It's like you don't want to give him the sort of credit kudos, kudos no. because of what he did. Yeah, so so it was curious. As, as I sat down to watch it, I was thinking, okay, so you're going to have to really take me on a journey here to like this yeah, guy. Or, um, or not necessarily like him, because it's not about liking the person, but to understand him. So here's the thing. If, you, if you've not seen Amy Senna and, and, and you're not used to documentary filmmaking, the way this guy makes films, he doesn't use any talking head interviews which is quite a bold and brave decision. Mm. He uses the audio from interviews he does with certain people. He chooses those people based on availability. Um, but he uses, essentially, he leans entirely visually on archive. Yeah. He'll treat the archive, he might slow-mo it, he might have certain sequences where he homes in on a freeze frame of a bit of footage. Mm -hmm. And I think that's quite a creative use of archive, which isn't done enough. But essentially, you know, the idea on paper, I'm going in to watch a movie at the cinema about someone who plays football, if you're not into football, and all I'm going to see is archive footage. You would think, well, he's not going to be able to make the film he wants to make because no. he's limited by his choices. Yes. And that's where this filmmaker is so clever and that's he where this is. film's so clever, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because you feel there are so many choices. Mm -hmm. He characterises with limited footage available to him in exactly the same way as a documentary filmmaker would with reconstruction or, or yeah. what have you. So, as it started, this film starts with a remarkable car chase. What did you think as it started? It started oh, with yes, great energy car. and verve. Yeah, the car chase. He's signing to the, to the team Naples. Yeah. He's driving yeah. through the streets of Italy. Yeah. Um, and and really for me, yes, that was amazing and bold and everything, yeah. and I was totally gripped by that. But the, almost the first things we first thing we hear from the narrator, and at that point we'd have no idea who the mm. uh, narrator is, 
is this thing about there were actually two people, Diego, yes. the child, Diego, who yeah. was nice, Maradona, who was not. Yeah. And, um, and even if at that stage you don't really know how much that means, because what you come to discover is that that is so true. Yeah, and, and I thought that was a really neat detail. Yeah. I mean, the film establishes that there's this dichotomy, isn't there? There's this mm. split almost, a sort of personality split between Diego, who comes, comes from essentially the Argentinian slums. Mm. Buenos Aires slums yeah and then there's Maradona the myth mm -hmm. um, and I thought it was quite I mean the thing that I found really fascinating from the from the off was it didn't start at the beginning of his life no I thought that might be problematic yeah but in fact it turned out not to be he lands in Naples he he's he's actually a bit down on his luck actually he's not actually at the top of his game so he hasn't been doing particularly well but at Naples this is a film someone says at some point in the film Maradona's career can be encapsulated by what happens to him in Naples. Yeah. And this really is a film about his time in Naples. It is. And can I just say one yeah. thing, another thing that comes over on the voiceover um, is that pretty early on, because we see him, we see him playing for Barcelona, we yeah. see the whole idea of Barcelona, and he wasn't that successful in Barcelona. No. But he, the voiceover says, or, or actually to him, he's interviewed at the time, and they say, what do you want from moving to um, Naples? Naples? And he said, well, it was a very unpeaceful time in I Barcelona. Know. I'm hoping for peace, peace, which as it turns out... Is and then you, you, you see approximately... The biggest irony yeah, of the world. You sit through sort of 70 minutes of pretty much most of the footage of you, you see of him when he's off the pitch. Yeah. is him in media scrums. I know. I've always thought of him as being sort of a very arrogant and puffed up guy, which is the guy on the football pitch. That is mm. the guy on the football pitch running around playing football brilliantly. Mm. But all I saw all the way through this film was a small boy who had grown into a man, not really understanding and still somewhat bewildered mm. by everything that was going on yeah. around him. Yeah. And that, I thought, was the heartbreaking yeah. heart of this film. Yeah. Did you feel that? I did absolutely feel that. And I don't know how he managed to do that, but almost all the shots of Maradona, mm. right up until more or less the end, yeah. um, he's looking confused and, and as if he can't, doesn't know what to say. And yeah. um, as you say, exactly like a small child. Almost not worthy. When I think of great footballers, they, you know, often it's talk, they're talked of in terms of dance and craftsmanship and amazing balletic and athleticism and all this kind of stuff. But there was one point where someone said he was all those things on the mm. pitch, but his greatest attribute was his brain. Brain, yeah. yeah. And I just think that Maradona was much more of a thinker than any of us possibly yeah. ever gave yeah. him credit for. So in terms of the story, his story is an amazing story, isn't it? How would you pot his story? He was born in a favela of some form, wasn't he? Yeah, but so poor, you know, yeah, the favelas, you have running sewage, Six of terrible, them in a room. playing on yeah. in rubbish. As a young boy, he starts to be able to play football. He plays with the football himself. Yeah. And then he said, he, oh, the lovely line where he says, I thought it was a marvellous toy. Yes. And obviously yeah. you, you see him, um, and you think just that one ball, and when you're poor, mustn't it be a but wonderful... But again, that quote was almost philosophical. I know. Because it took me back to the 70s, and I thought, yeah, then what, what's happened to the times when a ball was an amazing yeah, toy? Yeah, I mean, I thought, my God, yeah, it, w it would be an amazing, because mm. you could do what you... It's like magic. Yeah, and you're controlling it, and you're doing all this magical stuff yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. So that's how he started off, just playing with it mm. on his own, and then at some point, I think quite, he was quite young, was he 11 or 12? He was mm. taken up by the local team. Yeah. And then he played for them. And then, as it says in the film, he just went through the motions of getting promoted. Better and better and promoted. Yeah. He, he's had the glory days. 
in club football. Yeah, I in, club football. in club football. He's had a, he's had the glory days, and there was that lovely detail of he arrives in Naples, which is a you know at the time and still is relatively an incredibly impoverished city in in Italy. And he lands in Italy and he's expecting limousines and a hotel and everything's downgraded. Yeah. He asked for a Ferrari, he got a Fiat. He asked for a villa, he got a flat. And a pot. Yeah. And I thought that was all quite humbling. And so you've got this adoration of the crowds at Naples. So yeah. you know, Maradona's arrived, but you've got this crunching reality where there's actually fuck all money. Yeah. And there's no glamour to it whatsoever. He talks, and this is the interview with Maradona himself, because mm. I know the director only managed to get a couple of days or sessions with Maradona. Oh. He didn't get a lot of time. Okay. And in some of the audio with him, and, and Maradona kept cancelling him for interviews oh, and all yeah. sorts of stuff, yeah. very unreliable. Yeah. But interest, an interesting detail. Maradona agreed to make this film because he knew that the filmmaker had, had success with Amy. Oh. So, he's, again, that idea yeah. that there's a there's sharper brain at work there. Yeah. You know, he yeah. wanted this director to tell his yes, story. Yes, yes. But there was a point where Maradona said, the kind of football I was being asked to play in Naples, because he starts and it's a very innocuous beginning. He doesn't score a goal. They lose 3-0 all their first matches. And he says, I had to completely change my gameplay. Yes. And I thought, I thought that, that was fascinating. I that was fascinating. So he said I had to speed up, I had to slow down, I had to change my technique. Yeah. I, I thought, again, the brain. Yeah. He changed his gameplay and he transforms himself yeah. and Naples becomes a championship team. Yeah. And he, and he transforms the fate of a city, and I think that's an important part of his story, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's very true, the fate of a city, yeah. I mean, Naples... It was in desperate a, need of, of some sort of... It was in desperate need of identification, yeah, of, yeah. of, of, of self-worth, and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And, and also, Naples was fighting under this idea that the rest of Italy thought they were the poor relation and treated them appallingly. So, yeah. And, of course, what came with that was what? Yeah, the Camorra. The Camorra. And, um... Which is the Mafia. Yeah. And also, there's, there's, they're also moving those little bits where he said, he's, he's spoken to by some radio or TV person, and they say, what do you think of coming to a city where, will you, will you be at all influenced by the Camorra? Yeah. He doesn't know what to say. No, he doesn't he know. literally doesn't know what to say. Oh, so in he that turns first press his, conference. He turns to his manager and the says, what would you team. say? Yeah, president. Yeah. And, um, he goes I mean, ballistic. He, know. No, he goes ballistic. He throws the journalist he out. Does, I mean, he it's does. Amazing, but but Maradona it? himself didn't know what the hell to well, say. Well, I thought again in that shot, Maradona just looked like a small boy. He was yeah. like, "What the fuck have I walked into?" Yeah, here? Exactly, exactly. And so slowly, this film is also about the way in which the Camorra or the the ne ne Neapolitan mafia just inveigle their ways into yeah. his life in that very clever way of basically getting him hooked on drugs, hooked on women hooked on a lifestyle mm. that meant everything was free and easy. Mm. And before you know it, he's basically a puppet of, of the mafia. Of them, yeah. I thought that was chilling. So sad. What did you think? Did you think there was too much football? I, if I had any quibbles, mm. I felt there were a few sequences that... that see, because I think there's a really good documentary here about a person and the ascendancy and the fall from a great height and fame and talent and skill. But I worry that, and being sexist, I worry that the vast majority of female viewers will turn away because there's so much football in it. There is, and, and up to a point, I mean, the beginning is fine and actually seeing how good he was, which you I didn't know that, anything you? about. You need that. And I was amazed. Yeah, he is an amazing. I mean, he's, a, he's an amazing. I mean, he has physically no attributes that you can think of that would make him a good football player. Quite I mean, he's tiny, he's got yeah. no net. I mean, all of those things. And yet, the ball never leaves his feet, he's no. across the pitch like... So that was amazing. And then the end of it is so interesting. But there's a, there's a sequence in the middle where 
And obviously his rise through the clubs was interesting, his rise through the leagues or whatever you yeah, call them, yeah. where he kept just getting better and better. But there's a sequence in the middle where he, that he didn't seem to be rising, but he kept, the director kept showing you pictures I of agree. other football matches. And, and that's the only point, and yeah. the only point where I got slightly bored. I thought the film personally could have done without 15 minutes yeah. of football. From that point. Yeah, from and that, that would be my own, almost my only yeah. criticism of the yeah. film. I mean, but, maybe it was an embarrassment of riches in what he'd got maybe, and he maybe. didn't like to. I mean, the director talked about when he interviewed him, bit feeling like he was in the presence of God. Really? He said he wanted to touch Maradona's knee or foot the injury. He said, I felt like it was a holy relic. Right. He said, and I touched it, but Maradona told me to get off him. It was a very odd moment in an interview with the director. Blimey. On the radio, check it out. Yeah, oh, okay. Encyclopedia talk, talks about okay. it. There was a part of the story that you got a bit confused by, didn't you? Yeah, because I, I mean, you, to, to most men will know the difference between leagues and clubs. Yeah, club and, football versus international and, football. And the World Cup and all of that. And I mean, <coughs> I got confused because to put it in a nutshell, Naples went from adoring, so Italy generally went from adoring Madonna yeah. to hating him with a vicious, vicious hatred. Yes. I could not actually see when, right. why. Well, the reason for that being, he was playing, obviously, he was a Neapolitan hero, hero, yes. a, yeah. a hero for Italian football, club football fans. Yeah. Um, and then when it comes to the World Cup, he has to play for the nation in which yeah, he's born. Yeah, and I didn't know that was the case. And so. bizarrely, Argentina were drawn against Italy, and bizarrely, at they scheduled the fixture at the near Naples' yes. um, football stadium. So that you can only expect like so chaos. Yeah, so there's a remarkable moment where I thought partly, surely he would have been under pressure from the Mafia to throw the match. I thought yeah. we were going to hear some oh. sort of rigging story that yeah. You, know, yeah, you can't beat Italy or you'll get shot. Yes, I thought earlier on in the film when the Camorra were introduced, I thought there'd be some sort of yeah. rigging thing, but there wasn't. But there wasn't, really, no, was no, it? no. But what does happen is he ends up on a penalty knocking Italy out of the World Cup. Yeah. And at that point, point, Naples closes down on him. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Comes down on him like a ton of bricks. Yeah. And his cocaine addiction goes through the roof. And this is an amazing story. And it follows it follows many of the same, much of the same trajectory as the Amy Winehouse yeah. story. It's not entirely dissimilar. No, it's not. A, a person with a huge talent yeah. who's sort of brought down by, I don't know. By his success. By his success. By his success. And yeah. yet in a weird way, at the point where he took, because he was so desperate to leave Naples, there is a moment when he was walking up to that penalty to take it and he scores it so nonchalantly. Mm. That's the moment where Italy, uh, the, where Italy are knocked out. That's the moment, in a sense, he felt he couldn't leave the Neapolitan football team. So he knew that by, if he scored, this was the toughest way for him to get out because the next day, or several, mm. several weeks later, he packed his bags and he said to his girlfriend, yeah, didn't he? And of course, there's the whole, and what's the other part of the story? So there's, all the, there's all the terrible sort of intrigue around him having an illegitimate child. And... Yeah, I thought, I thought he dealt with that quite well, though. I, I mean, he said, he said it was something, Possibly this had happened in yeah. the beginning when he was young, but then, and he said quite clearly that Maradona denied it, but that was because mm. he'd had a long-term girlfriend and mm. one could understand I why mean, we mentioned that to Nadia and she was like, well, wasn't he involved? I mean, the thing is, you're never going to expect perfect behaviour from a football no. player. I wasn't shocked by any of his peccadilloes no, or misbehaviour, no. even all the prostitutes. I mean, the director <clears throat> spends quite a bit of time and he, he really makes us realise that in this particular area, winning any sort of football thing wasn't just like winning it for for us it was huge yeah. i mean the celebrations in in naples when he does win them the yeah. championship one year go on for three months they yeah. said three months three months yeah i mean i can't imagine having a party for two days mind no. you if tottenham won the league i'd probably want a party for at least four hours yeah. 
And then the film moves into a sort of final section, which is Maradona post... Yes. Post-Italy. Yes. And I was flabbergasted with him. And there's this sort of protracted... The, the main archive footage he's got available to him is this interview. He walks into these TV studios and does an interview. Yeah. After he's gone into rehab and, yeah. you know, his cocaine addiction leads him astray and back in Buenos Aires. I mean, to it? say he's unrecognisable is putting it I mean, he's me. the size of a house. Yeah. And yet with the eyes of a boy. And with the eyes... Well, the same eyes of total dis... Bewilderment. Belief. Bewilderment. Yeah, disbelief. Yeah, disbelief yeah. and bewilderment at what has happened to, to him. him. You know, the heights he'd gone to, yeah. the lows he was at. Yeah. And you must... You know, I, I do think we all sit around thinking we like fame, we want, we want success, and success and fame are two different things, but... Sometimes we all think we want that idolatory lifestyle. Mm. I think this and the Amy Winehouse documentary are two very different but similar tales of how dangerous and difficult it is to manage. Yeah, absolutely. What being successful on that level, level is. Yeah. And it's very easy for us to stand in judgment and say he shouldn't have done that, he should have spoken mm. to his child, he should A small boy, a poor boy from the favelas mm. is given the world yeah. and you expect him to behave properly. Yeah. Or correctly. Yes, exactly. And I, but I, I have to confess, I haven't seen a film yet this year. Where for the last, there was a last scene where he breaks down in his interview, and he's talking about his addiction. I was crying mm. into the end credits. I had to wait to go out because I didn't want to embarrass myself. So was the cinema that I was in. Really? Yeah. yeah People yeah. were crying in there. Yeah, mainly men. I have to say. It was a truly yeah. distressing because for me, at that very moment, he was speaking to every addict, yeah. alcoholic. Any person who has done too much, clearly he now cross-addicts to food in some way. Yeah. Uh, is he clean? There have been stories that he isn't clean now. And you just think, you know, at some point in there, there was a small boy who just wanted to buy a house for his mum and dad. Yeah, that that's was all his... he wanted to do. Yeah. And he was actually genuinely in love with his first partner. Yeah. He didn't want to let her down. No, which is why that all happened yeah. in a way. Yeah. And in a sense, you can see the heartache of him. The reason he was so insistent on hiding the presence of the of the illegitimate child was actually because he didn't want to break what yes. he thought he had with her. Yes, exactly. So it's a really heartbreaking time. I mean, I, I, I found the... I wasn't expecting it to be so... Rehabby, addicty, no, I wasn't either. I wasn't skewed at the end. No, and I suppose because the Amy Winehouse, I knew Amy better yeah. and I knew her story because yeah. she lived here and everything. Yeah. And obviously, Maradona was in the back of my mind as being mainly yeah. this this phrase, the hand of God. So, what about the hand of God moment? Yeah, well, I feel sort of wrong footed slightly by that because watching this film where you can actually see what yeah. was happening, yeah. you would have seen it, but I hadn't. Um, he immediately says, he, he says his hand touched yeah. He knew it had, yeah. the moment it had. You're not that skilled a player and don't mm. know. The linesman or the ref didn't see it, so they awarded the goal. He, he admitted that it was a mistake, mm. of course it was. Scored another goal, which was the final thing in terms of getting rid of mm. us. And yet, the sort of, the, the, the rumour mill, they, they kept saying, and they used this line all the way through the film of, he cheated and he didn't, what was the opposite of cheat? Well, he some, cheated and he didn't cheat. Yeah. And I thought, cheat isn't the right word, he didn't cheat in a way. It was something that happened, it happens in well, football. Well, he could say, I think that's the reason he called it the hand of God, it was luck. I mean, for him, I thought it was an, an interesting parallel was that he felt that that was the hand of God was correcting what he felt the English had done towards yeah, Argentina yeah, and the Falklands. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of kind of uh, hindsight Humbers. politicizing. Yeah, yes, hubris, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But the other thing I did like was one of the sports journalists did say, 
what you got in that match against England was the best and worst of him. Yes, you that got was really you got good. the 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 guy who exploited his luck. Yeah, and was perhaps cheating. Yeah, and you got the greatest craftsman on the yeah, field. Yeah, yeah, so came got, back with an amazing... Yeah. And that match, I thought that was a very poetic way of that it match was. encapsulating his life. It really. was, yeah. it was, yeah. For me, because of that, the most emotionally shattering shot in the whole, whole film was him at the Neapolitan Naples football team's Christmas party. Mm. And there's one shot, not slowed down. No. So the director hasn't sort of, uh, you know, Tweeted. rinsed it. Mm of him just sitting at a party where you can hear the party going on and he's just looking ahead. Yeah. And it lasts for about a minute and a half. Yeah. Now, whoever was shooting that must have thought, what's wrong with him or there's something going on yeah. here. It was one of the most heartbreaking shots of a man lost yeah. in his talent and his success yeah. and his potential failure. And unable to do a thing about it. Bemused. I mean, yeah. He yeah. was bemused. He was punch drunk. Yeah. I mean, although I've never been a football person, no. I can see the skill in it. Yes. And in this film, what was brilliant was that you see more than this. I mean, he's absolutely yeah, no, as skilled as you can brilliant. get. So in that sense, I wasn't bored by any of this, except for this sequence we're talking about, because I, I just didn't see how it fitted mm. in really. But so in terms of oh, his actual story from rags to riches is fascinating. Mm. The whole sort of um, really almost like a potted history of that southern Italy in a way. Yes. I mean, I had no idea that I knew Naples had got a reputation in a way for being the poor yeah. area of Italy. Yeah. And I would give it, what would I give it? I think I'd give it 10 out of 10. Or maybe nine and yeah. a half because of that sequence. Mm. But I'd only take it down half a... Mm half a thing for that because um to nine and a half 9.5 um this film completely wrong-footed me like the amy winehouse did it made mm -hmm. me look at someone i thought i had a very well-informed idea of take of i i've read him i i know what maradona is he's that sort of selfish idiot show show off who developed a cocaine problem dismissed yes, exactly Next, please exactly and what this did was it threw a two-hour spotlight over a man whose life was infinitely more complicated than that made some very bad mistakes but doesn't make him a bad person. It takes you back to the idea that no one is all of one thing. No. He made some bad choices, he did some bad things, mainly to himself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's easy to stand in judgment. And it just reminded me, it's easy to stand in judgment of people. And it just made me care, I cared about him. I thought, yeah. there's a man in the middle of this guy. There's a vulnerable guy here yeah. who, at the end of the day, just wanted to put his mum and dad in a nice home. Yeah, and, and play whole, football. Play and play football. Touring. And as he said, when he was on the football pitch, all his worries would disappear. Yes, and I thought was that so was heartbreakingly yeah. poetic in a sense. So I thought it was a, I thought it was an absolutely amazing film. I wasn't expecting to be. I was cut. I was felled like a tree at the end. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was a sobbing wreck because his. He was a raw manifestation of addiction. He was. He was. And all of its sadnesses. I'd give it. It was too long by 15 minutes, but I'd give it 9.52. Oh, okay, <clears throat> yeah. I'd say it was almost as perfect as Amy. Mm.